Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Sales Hacker Podcast. Now, normally on Fridays, you know, we'd have Friday Fundamentals, but if you're familiar, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, you know that this fall, we've got a book coming out called Kind Folks Finish First, Considerate Paths to Success in Business and Life. And um, we're doing a new segment. We're calling it Kind Folks Finish Fridays, where we talk about the guests' challenges, adversities, things that they've overcome to achieve success. And we've got this week's guest back on the show, Haydar Al-Sad. He's the founder and CEO of RevSetter, which is a really awesome new customer success platform focused on driving expansion, not just on churn prevention. And uh, we're going to ask him what was the greatest challenge or adversity he's faced. Now, before we get there, we've got two sponsors. Kind Focus Finish Fridays is brought to you by Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. We're also brought to you by Pavilion and my new book, Kind Folks Finish First, The Considerate Path to Success in Business and Life. Hear the story of the founding of Pavilion and how we've built a venture-scale business based on the values of compassion, mutual support, and reciprocity, and doing right by other people. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Help us hit the Wall Street Journal bestseller list by pre-ordering your copies now, and be on the lookout for the first free Pavilion University course, teaching the concepts behind Kind Folks Finish First, and helping teach you and thousands of others how to drive success without sacrificing integrity, decency, or kindness. Get your copy of Kind Folks Finish First now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold on the internet. Haydar, welcome back Thank to the you, show. Excited to be back. We're excited to have you. So our question for you on Kind Folks Finish Fridays, tell us one of the greatest challenges or adversities you faced in your professional career and how you overcame Very good it. question. I've definitely faced quite a few as anyone else going through a long career. But I think the, the biggest challenging one is probably starting RepSetter and, and making that decision and going through that process of going from where I was to making decision and also getting to where I am today. So, so I'll talk a little about that. I think it's, it's a good journey and has some specific things that hopefully can be helpful for others that are thinking about or just now starting their journey as, as founders uh, out there. So when, when I was rethinking, and I'll go all the way back, when I started thinking about what do I want to do next in my career, and I was at a very established company at a, in a very established uh, position, if you will. Uh, so all of those things that you kind of want as you're developing your career, getting to a position where you have you know, the earning potential, that, that is really good. And on the comp side, you're in a stable environment, big company that is growing, and also you have that flexibility and freedom. I had all those things, but I felt that I'm not getting challenged anymore in my role, in my position. And the next challenge lies outside of where I am today. So then my process started going in terms of what do I want to do? And um, obviously, you know, there, there was a lot of, this is a year and a half, two years ago, there's a lot of different opportunities out there that I can jump on and, you know, make more money, get equity, all that good stuff that, that you're looking for. But one tangible thing that, that for me was really important was, was sitting down and thinking through what am I really good at, what do I love doing, and what will have the biggest impact. And, and those three things I, I always also advise others to think about when they're making some type of career decision. But I did that for myself. What I'm really good at is building teams, customer success, building business, working with people. What I love doing is those things as well, luckily for me. Uh, those things match. I love what you're building uh, from the ground up and developing a team, developing a, a business as it is. And I've done that in the past as well. And I felt I could do that in a lot of different places, going to a startup, for example. 
But to really get that impact, if I could do it myself was my thought process, that would have the biggest impact for myself, but also uh, in the greater scheme of things, because I saw changes in the market that I'm in today that I felt that's where we need to move and that's where things are headed. So that was the first exercise I did is when I started thinking about what do I want to do next, I actually had to sit and have an honest conversation with myself of those three things. And then the maybe the biggest thing after that and where the challenges started is actually making the decision, right? Being decisive. If it's something you believe in and you, and you, you want to really do it, you go for it. And I, I decided to do that. And I decided to also do it where I invested a lot personally. So we've been bootstrapped and self-funded and also intentionally invested a lot very early to make sure we develop the product and the team and get to market with, with a really world-class product from the start versus building the same thing over many, many years, right? Because things change and shift. So in that decision, uh, you know, I had to make a decision with, with my family as, as, a, as a husband, you know, we have two kids. Uh, we live in uh, Los Angeles, which is an expensive place to, to be in for a family. Am I kind of going into this or am I jumping both feet in into the deep end and really going for this? And I think uh, that, that was my decision. That That's what I want to do. I believe in this. Fundamentally, we really believe in this. So I made that leap. And I think that that's also another learning for me that was, had I gone into this a little bit kind of 50-50 in, like, oh, let's see if it works out. I can always get a job. Um, or let me kind of try to get some funding first and then then we'll see if that, that works out versus, no, this is going to work. I'm invested myself, the alternative cost of, you know, not having a different job, money and all that good stuff, time, family and, and everything else. It was a kind of a 100% investment from, from me there to go in and, and believe in this. Uh, and I think that's helped me through that initial phase of uncertainty and you know, there's a lot of ups and downs as you go through that process, the first year, two years, couple of years as a, as a founder, for especially for a SaaS startup where it's a longer runway to getting to revenue and customers than maybe if you're in services, for example. But throughout that process and with those ups and downs and, uh, you know, delays of things that you're expecting to happen at a certain point that they take longer or what have you, going back to that initial belief and that conversation I had with myself of what do you love doing? What are you good at? What will have impact? Now you're 100% in. Helped always kind of guide and steer and focus me during those natural ups and downs that will come as a startup founder. So, so that, that was a really kind of a decision part, but you know you need to make the decision if you believe in it. Thinking through the right way, super important. And then I think as I built the company, a big focus of mine has been on kind of not really letting my natural instinct of just go sell, 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 which is, again, I'm, I come from a sales and customer success background, take over, but really focused on let's build a world-class product and almost as important or equally important, if not more, I wanted to get the right people on board. So I spent a lot of time focusing on who, who should I get on board on this journey? Who do I want with me as a solo founder? I believe one of the biggest learning I've had through this process is you need to find ways of multiplying your reach. Joining a community like Pavilion was really helpful for me to get to know new people, other founders, other CEOs that I could learn from and take advice from as well as get input from, but also looking through my network and seeing who are some of the key people I want I want on this journey, whether that is hard recruiting today, and I was lucky enough to get a few 
fantastic, amazing people early on, or what I call soft recruiting, which is let's have the conversation. And at some point, the time will be right on both ends where they can join this journey. So I think that's also really helped me through that challenge of the ups and downs of startup life is having the right people around me, whether that is in the company, whether that is advisors, board members, investors, or in the greater community that I have now in my network or through things like the billion. So those things are also really helpful that I would definitely advise that for any founder, any startup CEO to think through what is my current region? How can I amplify that reach? Not just to sell and, you know, get, get, get. That's not, should, shouldn't be your mindset, but more so what, where can I collaborate? Where can I get input and learnings and give back as well? Because that will then be paid forward in different ways. So that was also something I, I discovered uh, more throughout that process of, you know, again, trying to figure things out. Uh, you're alone as a founder. Sometimes you have, you know, maybe two or a couple founders, but you can easily become a little bit stagnant or you can be in a bubble where you're just kind of listening to your own voice and your own thoughts, but finding ways to break out of that and not to have anyone else make the decision for you, but to get different perspectives and learnings on, on what you should do is really important. So those things have always been extremely helpful for me. And, and again, especially having that, what I call foundation to go back to. And, and now I, you know, I always say, people ask, yeah, how, how is it going? Is, is it hard? Is it challenging? Yeah, it, it's definitely hard. It's challenging. It's new things every day that you have to learn that you haven't done before. Become a, you know, an expert in product and engineering and marketing and website and all these things that I haven't worked directly with in the past in the same way I've worked with sales and business and customer success, but you learn those things. And I say, I, you know, hundred percent know we'll be successful and been going really good so far, but at the very least it will be a, a expensive, but an amazing learning experience for that next, next part of the journey. But so that, that's kind of how I approach it, but it helped me with having that internal conversation with myself and my family early on, and then truly believing in what I'm doing. Cause if that wasn't fully there, then things would be much, much harder. And then if I didn't have the team and the community around me, things would also be much, much harder. So those are three things I would definitely say I've learned throughout that process and that challenge is initial team and then that belief. If you have those things, it really helps you through a lot of that early rocky road that you'll have of ups and downs and probably throughout the years as well because it kind of grounds you and focuses you on, on what's important and what to do and focus on. Words of wisdom, words of wisdom. And I just love, you got to be all in, you got to be committed and, and find a way to be a hundred percent committed. And so I think that's a, that's a great insight. Hey, Dar, it's been wonderful having you on the show this week. Remind us if folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best so, way? Best two ways, either email me directly, hydar.alsad at refset.com, or they can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Probably the easiest, fast ways of finding me. Just search Hydar Alsad uh, or go to RevSetter company page there and then uh, just reach out to me. I'd love to talk to, to people and uh, discuss startup life and founder life as well as uh, customer success. Wonderful. If folks want to reach out to me, you can linkedin.com forward slash the word in forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. Thanks again to our sponsors, Outreach and Pavilion and the book Kind Folks Finish First coming out November 15th. Pre-order your copy now. Hey, Dar, thanks so much for being our guest on the show this week. We will talk to everybody else next time.